This is it. The putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours. But on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software? To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. With visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budget, and more, NetSuite is everything you need to grow, all in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time while staying well ahead of your competition. 93% of surveyed businesses increased their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. Over 27,000 businesses already use NetSuite. And right now, through the end of the year, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind financing program to those ready to upgrade at NetSuite.com slash C-Suite. Head to NetSuite.com slash C-Suite for special end-of-year financing on the number one financial system for growing businesses. NetSuite.com slash C-Suite. Small Biz America. The Brain. He's the author of Twitter Power and the New York Times bestseller, The AdSense Code. In his new book, Kaching, Joel Kahn outlines the tools to running an online business that pays and pays and pays and pays. Joining us on the line from his offices just north of Denver, Colorado, is authored and expert online marketer, Joel Kahn. Joel, welcome. Hey, thanks for having me, David. Absolutely. You're an early adopter of all things internet space. Is this uh, simply in the Joel Kahn DNA? It is. You know, I'm a, a big kid at heart, and I see gadgets, and I want to play with them. And so, you know, when uh, when I came upon the web in, in 1994, I, I knew I had to build a website. It just looked like the thing to do. Was the idea of this idea of money button, was it always a part of how you saw the web, this idea that, well, that, that metaphor, the button, you, someone clicks and you get a share? Yeah, well, you know, the the whole ka-ching button idea, you know, this, there we go, there's the button. Um, it's like you can turn the Internet into a virtual cash register. You know, when you make a sale in a store, you know, you used to hear that sound when the cash register opened, but when you make a sale online, you don't hear a sound. There's no there's no encouragement. There's no, you know, uh, reinforcement. Mm-hmm. And so I thought it would be really uh, a fun device to actually manufacture these buttons to for people to keep by their desk to remind them when uh, when. When the money comes in. Well, I've always said that it would be ideal. The ideal business model would be to have a, a share of every time someone clicks somewhere. Your book is a framework, uh, Joel, for setting up a successful online business that keeps on paying. Again, this idea of a money button. Is, is there a core theme or, or sort of approach to business model ideology that you like to work from when you're sort of from the 60,000-foot view? And then we'll drill in a little bit to the book. Yeah, there really is. I, I think a lot of people make the mistake of trying to follow trends and fads to uh, to make money online, and, and I think that's a mistake. Uh, the question is not what what do I do, you know, uh, what, what's hot to make money online, but you know, what are you all about? I, I believe every person is created uh, with God-given talents, passions, skills, abilities, personality that makes everybody completely unique. And when we focus on that passion, that thing that really excites us, and build a business on that. We've got a much better chance of first bringing value to others and as a result having success with that. Let's look at some of the themes uh, from the book and find out how they work if we can. Um, I have a, a list of some that I grabbed here. Seven web content types that work together. So we're talking about the, the generation of content. Uh, elaborate if you would. 
Well, you know, it's been said content is king. Uh, I like to say content is kaching, right? Because information is really what drives the web. First and foremost, people have questions, they need answers. They've got problems, they need solutions. And so some different types of content that really works are things like how-to articles. People are always looking, you know, how do I, uh, how do I fix my toilet, right? In fact, I use the example in the book, my friend Tim Carter's got a site called Ask the Builder, and he answers these types types of uh, home construction and improvement questions. Uh, you know, uh, opinion articles are really popular, or reviews of, of movies and television programs and CDs and games, because people are always looking for other people's opinions. Uh, interviews are a great way to create content. I mean, really, there's a wealth of content uh, in the air around us. All you have to do is look for people to speak with who are su um, experts in their subject matter. And, uh, you know, you just go down to the community college and talk to a professor, they would be thrilled to share whatever knowledge they have with you just to have, um, you know, adult interaction <laughs> instead of their students for a change. <laughs> and, I, and I love the idea of going external to generate content. This is something that comes up with authors as well. I deal in that space myself, where really uh, you can generate content from questions, the power of a question. Yeah, ab absolutely. And, you know, all you, you don't even have to write it all down. Uh, take a, uh, a recording with you, a digital recorder, and just record an interview, 10, 15 minutes, and then take it, transcribe it, and turn it into blog posts, and bam, you've got content that can be monetized. So when we talk about the idea of monetizing, uh, we agree that we can get content done in several several ways, using our creative and uh, human resources out there. How do you move from a place of great content that truly reflects you as a brand, as an expert, as a collector of experts' content, to a place where your the kaching starts to happen? Well, you know, all you need is an article to in a blog to apply for a Google AdSense account, and of course, uh, Google has millions of ads that they're wanting to place on publisher websites, and anybody can sign up for Google AdSense for free, copy and paste a piece of code, put it on their site, and then the ads that are delivered to your site are not only are they delivered instantly, but they're contextually relevant to whatever the content on your page is. So if you are writing, you know, about a home improvement, you're going to get home improvement type ads. And when people click on any of those ads, Google shares a percentage of the revenue with you, 69% of the, the click to be exact. And uh, that's been major, massive ka-ching for me for, oh, since 2004. Uh, I've averaged $500 a day in passive income in uh, Google AdSense. I was going to ask, give us a sense of how many websites, I mean, you talk about a $500, and it's great to talk in specifics, and I appreciate you sharing that. Is that, is that one website or over several, or give us a sense of sort of the scope of of the net that the majority of that comes from one site, although I do have others. Uh, you know, some people have many sites, and some mm -hmm. people are making a million dollars a year with Google AdSense, and obviously it's a large site, but with one site. Uh, you know, my friend Dave Taylor has a, uh, is a big uh, techie and movie buff, and he's had a site for a number of years called Ask Dave Taylor. And uh, he basically, people submit questions, you know, how do I fix my, uh, my Sony PS3, right? Uh, where, where do I get the best on an iPhone, he'll, he'll answer one question a day on his blog, and he's making a lot of passive income with uh, with AdSense just by answering that one question a day on that one site. And just as an entrepreneur, a solopreneur, really not dealing with employees, it's a very, very simplistic sort of model in terms of a lifestyle where uh, you 
you're basically interacting with an audience that's uh, attracted to your knowledge uh, capital. You are correct, my friend. There's a section in your book about membership sites, another theme I wanted to hit. Let's talk a little bit about that. What do they need to offer? What, do a, what does a membership site need to have on it to work? Well, I think the key, you know, there, there's the freemium model, right? Freemium where uh, you give yeah. some content away in order to show people the value you bring, mm-hmm. and then they're more likely to be willing to pay a, a monthly fee to get for weekly, in some cases daily, like, you know, if you're Wall Street Journal, right, you get new content every day. Right. Um, those are all membership sites offers, you know. Um, eHarmony for dating is a membership site. So it's important to bring new content and, and value to people on on a regular basis, and, uh, and and make sure that um, you get plenty of feedback from your members too, and finding out what they want. So if there's something you can't add, then uh, then you could do that. It's always good to listen to your customer. Content on a regular basis is key, and then you create levels where there's a certain amount of free. With the Chris Anderson idea, that freemium idea, maybe it's not his idea, but I know there's a book called Free. And then you move into pricing. So what's your theory about how to move from from the freemium to the pricing model uh, with, with uh, of course with this comes the fear that you're going to close you know you're putting up a revenue wall what happens there just give us your view on the dynamics of that well, of course, it depends on what you're offering. You know, some people do an annual fee, uh, annual fee for a membership site. Others will charge monthly. You know, we've got uh, one of our sites, the Profit Vault, is an online marketing uh, course and system, essentially. So for four ninety five, uh, four dollars ninety five cents, people can try it for a week, and if they like it, then for forty seven dollars a month, every week new content opens up to them. Uh, you know, every model is going to be different. Uh, you know, some sites uh, it's just you know, like I'm a member of FilePlanet.com where you can download the newest games uh, and demos, uh, not full, you know, demonstrations of games. And it's it's like uh, $4.95 a month uh, to be able to have access to that. So, you know, it depends upon the uh, the perceived value and the real value of what people are getting when you're going to price it. If you're just joining us, Joel Kamm is our guest. He's the author of Twitter Power, the AdSense Code, and, of course, his latest book, Kaching. You can't talk about membership sites and, well, really anything in terms of Internet marketing without the idea of mailing lists. Uh, give us your, I mean, a membership site, certainly you are getting free names you're, or perhaps they're paying and they're at that level. How important is building a list, what, uh, that, that relationship capital? Well, it's essential. You know, people come to your website and they um, they come, they see, they leave. You don't know who your customer is. You don't know what their needs are. You don't know if those needs were met. Yeah. And by placing a, uh, a form on your site that collects their first name at the very least and an email address, now you have a means of contacting them again to see how uh, you could best serve them, to send them additional content, to be able to let them know of other products or services you got, events that you might be holding or speaking at, uh, you know, the list. Is, is critical for the relationship. Okay. And then you're also leveraging the power of YouTube uh, webinars, other online video tools. You discuss it in the book. To just give us kind of a preview of how you approach those uh, those leveraging tools. Well, I'm a big fan of video. I think everybody should be using social media and video. And, you know, even if you've got a, a like me, you've got a face for radio, um, it's it's always a good thing to let people see you because we are very much a visual generation and uh, we believe it more when we hear it and see it. And uh, so I, I think the key is being authentic in all your videos and in all your writings and your social media. Yeah. People, uh, you know, be transparent because people will see through you anyway. 
way if uh, if you're being fake. And so, you know, I do videos and I talk very casually to my audience. And what you see is what you get. And if you yeah. like what you see, then uh, you'll come back for more. And if not, well, then maybe it's not a good fit for you. Yeah, absolutely. The authenticity uh, far outworks the, the idea of, of being uh, produced, let's say, or slick. People can see that and they can feel it. And it's just not the way media communicates anymore. Absolutely. And well, look at, you know, some of the most successful videos on YouTube. They are not, you know, great productions for the most part, unless you're talking like a Justin Bieber uh, video, which I'm proud to say I've never watched. (laughs) (laughs) Great stuff. The website, Triple W, a couple of websites to mention. The blog is joelcom.com. Well, it must be nice having a com name in the .com world. joelcom.com. His name is with two M's, so it's joelcomm.com. And then for the book, it's Kaching Book. It's Kaching, just like it sounds. K-A-C-H-I-N-G. Search engine optimization, you covered, I'm sure, in the book, Kaching. Uh, you know, simply put, I mean, is this something you spend a lot of uh, thought behind? You have help for it? Is it just a product of being on the right platform? Give us your view about how to optimize. Yeah, you know, I think a lot of people uh, waste a lot of money on search engine optimization. Uh, now, I'm not saying that there aren't some that are, are, are worth it <clears throat> because there yeah. are some people that do it right, but most out there that are doing search engine optimization are actually doing uh, things that can be potentially damaging to your site by placing your link on uh, sites that Google would not uh, give credence to. You know, the basic thing is when you're using a blogging platform, for example, mm-hmm. WordPress, or, or movable type is to make sure that you've got keywords in your titles of your articles um, so that, you know, you're going to come up when people are searching for those particular keywords. And then you want links back to your site from other authority sites, sites that Google and the other search engines give credence and authority to. The more sites related to your topic that are linking back to you, that, that tells Google, ah, the, uh, the natural world thinks this is of value, the web says it's of value, so we're going to give it weight as well. Yeah. It's really not rocket science. Mm, great stuff. Joel Kahn, he's a New York Times best-selling author of many books, including his latest, Kaching. The website, kachingbook.com. The book, of course, is Kaching, How to Run an Online Business that Pays and Pays, forward by Mark Victor Hansen. Joel, thanks so much for joining us on the Small Biz Brain. My pleasure. Small Biz America. The Brain. Online at smallbizamerica.com. Small Biz. Small Biz America. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.